nothing happens in life but that it was God's will. As they say, everything happens for a reason. So as we go into this recession, I try to think as a person of faith, what am I supposed to be learning from this? What are the lessons here that God wants me to learn? And whilst I don't have a definitive answer to that question, I have noticed some benefits. We've started to become more grateful, less wasteful, and we've started to take better care of what we already have. These are things that I should have been doing all along, but this economic downturn has forced me, has opened my eyes to look at things in a new way. And for that, I am grateful. This is Raising Mums, the podcast that raises up Muslim mums like you so that you can raise your children well. And here's your host, Dr. Gemma. to watch the video version of this podcast episode and actually see what I'm talking about, then head over to my YouTube channel, Our Muslim Homeschool, and you can watch the video over there. But for those of you who prefer to listen on your commute or while you're doing the dishes today, then just keep listening. Assalamu alaikum. My name is Dr. Jamma Elizabeth from OurMuslimHomeschool.com and the podcast Raising Mums. And it has been a while since I did a relaxed sit down video, just chatting with you about things that are going on. So we all know that the cost of living has gone up. Uh, we know that experts are warning that the UK and many other countries are going to go into a recession. And whilst that impacts on so many areas of our life, it does have an impact as well on the way we educate our children at home. And I wanted to talk about that today, how personally we are dealing with the rising cost of living from the perspective um, of a home educating family, and maybe share some ideas with you of how you can manage during this difficult financial time. So I have my coffee, I have my notes, um, and this is gonna be a much more relaxed, chilled out session. My children may well join us, uh, we'll see how this goes. So the first thing, of course, that I have to say is that the way that this potential recession is impacting us varies. It's going to look so different from family to family. And I appreciate that I'm one of the fortunate people that my husband's job is very stable. Um, mashallah. So I know, I know that many people don't have that kind of security and safety. Um, so we're very fortunate in that respect that he has a stable job. We have a stable income coming in. And I know that many of you watching, watching this video don't have that blessing. And the way that these difficult times are impacting all of us is going to look different, especially if you're living in a different country from me. But I want to just dive in to some of the things that we're doing in our home to ride this out um, as a homeschooling family. Yes, our risk is written, our provision is predestined, but that doesn't mean we can't tie our camels um, and, and do something to make this difficult season in our family's life a little bit easier. So you can look at this in several different parts. You can cut back on some of your expenses, you can make the most of what you've already got, and you can potentially bring in an income. So when you look at cutting back on what you've already got. I mean, first of all, I have to say that if you're going to spend money on anything, 
If you're going to prioritize anything, the way we look at it is the first thing we're going to prioritize spending on after essentials is going to be the education of our children. We prioritize that very high up on the list. But when you look at that list of all the things you're spending money on, are there things that you can cut out? Things like look at all their activities that they're doing. Is there anything there that you signed up for that really isn't serving your child anymore? For example, during the first lockdown, I just had a baby, we just moved house and the kids were bored. So I signed them up for some Lego classes on OutSchool and they were great. They, you know, that was something for them to look forward to, something different in their routine. And because we were not leaving the house, um, it was it was fun for them. But in this season of life, that class, it just wouldn't have purpose. We wouldn't need something like that. So have a look at all the classes your kids are doing, all the activities and see if there's somewhere you can cut out. Now, we're not personally going to be cutting out anything because we've already made that call previously. Everything the kids are doing right now has been very intentionally chosen. And to be honest, all of those classes are run by individuals, by small businesses who I want to support with our money. So we will continue to do the classes we, we've already signed the kids up for, um, for those reasons. The next thing you can look at in terms of cutting out some of your expenses, look at your subscriptions. I did this recently. Have a look at all the subscriptions that you have signed up for your kids that maybe they're not using anymore. And we have done this as well. We are going through them. I've cut back on a few things. I'm a big fan of reading eggs, but my daughter's finished it. She's completed it, mashallah. So we don't need to subscribe for that again. Although my little boy will soon be joining, uh, will be joining reading eggs soon, but he's not there yet. So we can cut that out. We've stopped our Audible subscription because I've just accumulated so many um, credits on there that really I just need to get through them rather than continue paying for that subscription. So continuing on from that, don't buy anything for your homeschooling year until you look at what you already have. And it sounds really obvious and straightforward, but so few people do that. Before you dive into a new curriculum, before you go buying new things on Amazon, double check what you already have on your bookshelves and what digital products you've already purchased. And I did this recently as well myself. Um, I went onto my email and I checked what years I had bought for Math Mammoth. Um, and their copyright laws say that you can use their product multiple times within the same household, but you can't share that outside of your home, outside of your family. So I can use that with all the kids, but I didn't have the year that I needed. So I went to my bookshelf and I found this old Saxon math curriculum that I can reuse with my daughter this year. So check what books you have, check what literature you already have on your shelves. See if, even if the curriculum you are using suggests you use a certain book, is there something else that you can replace it with if you don't have that specific book? And of course, if you have a lot of things on your shelves, homeschool curricula, any kind of books that you're just not using and you know you're never going to, you can sell them. And homeschool curriculum usually hold their value really well. The best place, in my opinion, to sell these things is on Facebook. And um, there are a lot of groups that you can join and buy and sell. So whether you're looking for something that's secondhand or you have something to sell, get onto Facebook and sell it over there. 
If you don't want to use Facebook, then eBay is a great alternative to that. But I do think Facebook is a little bit better um, and there's more variety and more choice over there. I just want to pause for a message because I have an upcoming course in October that I think you might be interested in joining. I've been working officially with home educating parents since 2015. And I have learned that the single biggest factor that determines whether or not that homeschooling family thrives, whether or not they are able to give their children an excellent education at home, and whether or not they can keep doing it year after year. The single biggest factor that determines that is the well-being of the mother, in particular, the way that she feels. If you are ready to fully embrace and step into your role as a home educating mother, if you want to say goodbye to self-doubt, worry and confusion, and fully embrace the life that Allah has given you as a homeschooling mother, then I want to invite you to join my upcoming mini course this October called Enough to Homeschool. The link for that is in the show notes to this episode. Click on it, join us this October because you are enough to homeschool. And I'd love to see you fully embrace your role as a home educating mother. And going on from that, if you don't have it on your bookshelves, if you can't find it um, online, sometimes people give them away for free as well in these Facebook groups. If you can't find what you're looking for, there's always the library. Um, even if you live in the smallest of towns, um, but you have a library, go there and you might be surprised what they have or what they can bring in from other libraries for you to use. We've got to know our librarians. They know my kids by name now. Um, and you'd be surprised what you can find in the library. Our library has the option as well to borrow digital products, eBooks and audiobooks, And we use the app Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. And so we can download audiobooks from the library um, and ebooks without even leaving the home which is fantastic and it's free so I don't know of course where you live where you live in the world if that's an option but look into it get that app Libby and see if your library is on that list I think in the I think in America you have Hoopla as well um, so find out if there's something like that for your library and it's worth mentioning as well that our library even has GCSC and A-level revision guides. I wasn't expecting to see them there. Um, so if your children are at that stage where they are going to be sitting exams soon, you might find all those revision guides that you need at the library without having to purchase them. Make sure, of course, that they are up to date because the exam boards do change things. Um, so make sure they meet the same specifications and nothing has changed since they were published. And going along with that, you know, not just making use of your library, but make use of everything else that you have going on in your community. We have cut back on the amount of travel that we do, the amount we're driving because petrol prices are crazy. Um, and so I'm being much more intentional about how often we use our car, we're walking more, um, and we're just making use of what's around us. We are really lucky that we have lots of parks in the city where I live and we make really good use of them. But even something as simple as, you know, walking to the local shops uh, and buying some sweets or buying an ice cream, kids love that kind of thing. And especially if you give them ownership of that, you know, you give them the money, they go in the shop, talk to the shopkeeper and choose what they want to buy. Uh, that's a, just the simple trips actually 
uh, can be just as enjoyable, especially for young kids. So perhaps think about just using what you have around you. Take your kids for walks, go to the parks, any local gardens. Um, we have a National Trust property very close and I do use um, and I do have a membership for that. It's a home educators membership, um, which they give you a discount that if you didn't know, the National Trust is an organization that looks after historical properties all over the UK. And typically these properties have extensive grounds and gardens and they have events going on. And if you are a home educating family, they do offer you a discount. So email them. Um, so we have that membership and I don't intend to cancel that when it expires because we have a property really close to our house that we visit on a regular basis. Um, just see what's going on in your community and, and where you can take part. A really interesting way of finding out about new things like that will be Facebook, but also look at the notice boards in your supermarket. You know, these small organizations and charities will often post little flyers on the supermarket uh, notice boards by the entrances. So there's a tip for you. And why not borrow things from your friends? Ask around amongst your friends, ask in your local homeschool co-op and homeschool groups, if anyone has a math curriculum, a history curriculum that you can borrow. And this is particularly helpful if you know it's something you're not gonna use again, if it's only for one year, or you don't have other children who are gonna be using it, you can just borrow it from a friend. And I know that there might be, you might be feeling stressed, you might be worried, you're not certain what the future holds. I think everyone has been impacted by the rising cost of living, the threat of a recession. It's impacted a lot of families, especially if you're on, if you're a single income family. And um, I just, I hope this video has given you some ideas that, you know, you don't need to lose hope. And if you have, you know, the purest of intentions of why you are choosing to educate your children at home, then Allah will help you. Allah will help you get through this. He will open doors for you. So I would love to know what you are doing, what steps you are taking to save money, to make money, to make the most of what you already have so that you can continue to educate your children at home. Let us all know, tell us in the comments below um, and maybe what you have to say will really help someone. Take care, everyone. Have a beautiful week. Assalamu alaikum. Don't forget to join us for Enough to Homeschool this October. Go to enoughtohomeschool.com or click on the link in the show notes.